Welcome into another one of our Locked On Bracket Breakdowns as we go over the Sweet 16 matchups. We're checking in with Locked On Vols, Eric Kane. I apologize. We are clearly bad luck because <laughs> all the hosts we've been talking to from Locked On today have been on the bad side of their game. This was a tough one for Tennessee. I know we talk, we sound say this ad nauseum that guard play really wins you in the tournament. How How tough was it for them? to go without one of their best players today. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Um, but at this point, this is game, what, one, two, three. I mean, this is game six or seven without him. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to figure it out. So you can't really blame it on that. I'll say this. It's, okay. you know, Tennessee's losing. It's not because they shot 33% from the field. It's not because they made only seven to 12 free throws. It's not because uh, they got out rebound in this game. It's because Brandon Olsen texted me. And then from then on, FAU went on the 12 or the 15 to two run. But it was just a, it was a bad second half for Tennessee, and um, this offense all year long has gone gone through scoring droughts and went through a couple uh, here today. And Tennessee ended the game making only one of its last seven shots. And at this stage of the game, you, you got to make some shots. Thirty three percent from the field is just not good enough. Um, and being out rebounded uh, by a team that you are much 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 bigger and taller than mm-hmm. overall in the grand scheme of things, just not good enough um, uh, here in the Sweet Sixteen. And that that's why Tennessee lost. Eric, we've talked throughout the year that, you know, Tennessee can get up, win these big games against a Duke, you know, out muscle them, if you will. And then, you know, not that FAU is a bad team by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, on paper, it looks like they should be able to be bigger than them, use that to their advantage and isn't able to do it. Is it just a mindset? What it, why is it so hard for them to keep that consistency from game to game? Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a great <laughs> question because again, you're right. I mean, you had you had great wins over Kansas earlier in the season, mm-hmm. over Texas, over number one Alabama. Um, you didn't look great against Louisiana, and then you come back and you beat Duke, who was you know one of the hottest teams of the country. And then you have some of these games where you you know you lose to teams that you're just much better than. Um, and FAU's a good club. I mean, again, I mm-hmm. said it all week long. You're in the Sweet Sixteen for a reason, right? You won 33 games going into tonight, and um, you have a lot of great pieces, but again, this is a game where at the end of the day, you're going to see where Tennessee bowed out in the sweet 16, Tennessee lost to a nine seed when the row was just, it was right there to get to the lead eight. But Hey, mm-hmm. I know that's tournament basketball. And you know, there's, there's teams that, you know, fall victim to that every single year. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have an answer for that. That's a great question. Um, Tennessee's just been so inconsistent all year long, even when healthy, um, even when having Sakai, even you know, without you know missing some of these players, but getting them back for the next game, they just never really found a, a sink offensively all year long. Play great defense all year long, but uh, again, when you when you go thirty three percent from the field in the Sweet Sixteen, that's no matter how good your defense is, it's going to get you beat. And they're taking on a good mid major team that, as you mentioned, they won a lot of games this mm-hmm. year. And whether or not you knew about it, they definitely have that winning mentality. Uh, for Tennessee, looking forward a little bit, what do you think their team is going to look like next year? Obviously, there's some, you know, the portal is always a factor here, but what are you hoping they kind of work on in the offseason in additions? And, and what do you expect for them next year? Yeah, they got a couple of really nice pieces coming in, which is good. They've got one and uh, that's been on the bench, you know, since the, the mid year, just watching, learning, practicing, and all that. So it's going to help them out a lot. Uh, the transfer portal, they're going to, just like every team in the country, going to mm-hmm. be, you know, evaluating, watching tape, trying to trying to add maybe another point guard for sure and maybe mm-hmm. some post help. Uh, but you're losing a lot. Um, you know, there, there's a couple of guys that have a COVID year where they could come back, and, and we'll <laughs> see. But kind of the expectation right now with Santiago Vescovi is is not going to be coming back and using that. Olivier Kumwa likely won't come back and use that. Uros Plovsic, uh, Tyree Key's already gone. He was using that this year. 
So you're losing mm-hmm. a lot of firepower. Just I Jordan James, another one who's you know been a four year starter for Tennessee. So you're losing a lot of firepower from this year. But Rick Barnes is recruiting really, really well. You bring back Zakai yeah. Ziegler again, which when healthy this year, I thought he was playing like one of the better backcourt players in the country, especially the point guard position. So that'll be key. But you know, getting him back in the flow of things, he might miss the first couple of games because his injury was so late this year. But you know, Tennessee will have good players. Tennessee will have a good coach in Rick Barnes, and they'll be preseason in the top 25, and you know they'll be right around there in the pecking order of the SEC. Um, it's just a matter of just trying to find your offensive identity because playing for Rick Barnes, you're going to play good defense every single year. Mm-hmm. You know that. You won't play out there on the court if you don't play defense. Uh, just the mm-hmm. next step for this team and for a lot of Rick Barnes' teams over the years is you just you got to find it on offense and and again, this team just never did. But they'll be okay next year. It's just um, you're losing a lot of uh, seniors who will play a lot of basketball for you. So we'll see a bit of a different style, I'm sure, once they get that new group of players in. Eric, we'll let you get to your show. Check out Locked on Balls to everyone. See ya. Exactly what went down against FAU. And of course, Locked on College Basketball has all of the March Madness covered for you. This is all part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.